This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, October 15th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Water subcabinet focuses on infrastructure. Difficult to get coronavirus package before election. Hunger needs could worsen in winter. State budget cuts now permanent. Under the budget agreement Governor Newsom signed in June, the state made drastic spending cuts to account for the $54 billion deficit. It gave Congress until today to act on a rescue package that would restore some of that funding. But a viable stimulus bill is still months away. The state needed $14 billion to completely restore the funding, according to the Legislative Analyst's Office. The cuts include more than $6 billion for schools, nearly $3 billion for state worker salaries, and nearly $1 billion for state universities. Counties needed $250 million to restore revenue losses. Trump creates water subcabinet. Through an executive order this week, the president created a water subcabinet focused on providing farmers with reliable water supplies and communities with safe drinking water. Interior Secretary David Bernhardt and EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler will lead the group. The subcabinet will focus on actions to increase water storage, water supply reliability, and drought resiliency. This includes updating dam operations to add more capacity, streamlining permit reviews, and developing voluntary conservation programs. The subcabinet will also deliver policy recommendations for modernizing storage and conveyance infrastructure and will cut bureaucratic red tape, according to Bernhardt. Bill Northy, USDA Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation, said this will make it easier for farmers to be successful and to ensure they are the most innovative in the world. United Farm Workers sues over discontinued ag labor survey. The U.S. Department of Agriculture decision to stop collecting farm worker wage information will significantly reduce the income of those workers, according to a United Farm Workers lawsuit that seeks to maintain the survey. The Department of Natural Agriculture Statistics Service said September 30 it was discontinuing both the Agriculture Labor Survey and its quarterly farm labor report which contains wage information used to set the adverse effect wage rate for the H-2A program. USDA has determined the public can access other data sources for the data collected in the Agricultural Labor Survey, NAS said in its Federal Register notice. Plaintiffs for UFW and the UFW Foundation, however, said it did so without considering, quote, the significant effects that the decision will have on farm workers whose wages are based in part on the wages reported in the survey, the group's complaint says. You can read the full story at agripulse.com. And on that note, like Governor Newsom, Trump owns vineyards. UFW argued Trump would, quote, personally benefit from this policy change by paying less to workers at his Virginia vineyards. Mnuchin, difficult to get COVID-19 stimulus package before election. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin and Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi expected to meet again today to continue talks over a new coronavirus stimulus package, but it will be, quote, difficult to finish before the election, Mnuchin said yesterday. 
The Trump administration and House Democrats are still, quote, far apart on some issues like liability protection, Mnuchin said yesterday after an hour-long meeting with Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. One major area of disagreement continues to be that the White House lacks an understanding of the need for a national strategic testing plan, said Drew Hamill, Pelosi's deputy chief of staff, in a tweet. Advocates fear hunger needs could worsen as winter approaches. As winter moves in over the next few months, food advocates fear hunger needs during the COVID-19 pandemic could only worsen and urge swift passage of a relief bill in Congress. Luis Guardia, president of the Food Research and Action Center, says the pain for people experiencing hunger right now is real. The government has a role to play by boosting the benefits of programs like the Supplemental Attrition Assistance Program, Guardia said during a bipartisan policy center webinar yesterday. We need to do something about this before it gets worse. The Feeding America analysis suggests some 54 million people could go hungry this year alone, which is up from its estimate of 37 million before the pandemic started. By the way, a newly released study funded by the Foundation for Food and Agriculture Research suggested the success of emergency local food programs depends on cross-sector collaboration, supply chain adaptability, and fixing gaps in service to increase risk populations. Here's a correction. Yesterday, Daybreak reported the Department of Pesticide Regulation has reduced the number of days it monitors for 1-3-D. The department has actually reduced the number of air monitoring sites in its network, but maintained weekly monitoring at key sites. We regret the error. Here's today's He Said It. In honor of the landmark movement pioneered by Cesar Chavez, Dolores Huerta, and Larry Itliong, as well as other activists who fought tirelessly for the rights of workers and their families, we continue our efforts to further support our farmers and farm workers. That Governor Newsom in declaring October as Farmer and Farm Worker Month. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, October 15th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.